ต่อทักนะทักนะนักเรียนก็น่าทำไอ้แกงวิสิกอังกฤษอิสิกโอเคพอยูอิสิกอังกฤษเอ่อ it's alright it's alright so let's talk about uh, what is your question on Jesus Christ Adam lost his headship. He lost his uh, firstborn status. Uh, what we call birthright. You know birthright, right? Being the older, uh, elder brother. Adam lost his birthright. So he is also yes. He is also in the word. But he is not the firstborn in the world. He is not the headship of all creation. Adam is still in the world. So if you read the quote of Brother Branham regarding reproduction, you're gonna read there that sex was given for reproduction, but it was not the original plan of reproduction. The original plan of reproduction is the foreknowledge of God in Jesus Christ. Adam is also in the foreknowledge of God. In the foreknowledge of God, Jesus Christ has preeminence. That's in Colossians chapter one verse seventeen. If you say preeminent, he is he is the first among many. Everyone is in the foreknowledge of God, but Adam is not the first overcomer. Jesus Christ is the first overcomer. Then everyone else follows. You see, uh, even though Jesus Christ existed in these last two thousand years, but in the foreknowledge of God, in the logos, in the Word, He was already an overcomer, and God predestined or ordained that Jesus Christ. Will be the firstborn among many brethren. That is in Romans chapter eight twenty eight, twenty nine. For whom he did foreknew, them he did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his beloved Son, so that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So, in the foreknowledge of God, Jesus Christ would be the firstborn, the firstborn among many brethren. And you know where would that would be? You know how he would be firstborn in Colossians one eighteen from the grave, the firstborn from the grave. Again, again. Okay, okay. Let me repeat what I said. Is my voice all right right now? Let me repeat what I said. Jesus Christ was foreknown by God and foreordained by God, for whom He did foreknew, then He did predestinate. So everyone that God foreknew was predestinated by God. Jesus Christ included. That is why it was said. It said there. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. You see the picture. Now, 
How did he become firstborn, not just in foreknowledge, in predestination, by election of God? He is also firstborn. He is also firstborn in, from the grave, from in resurrection. Okay, question. Okay, okay, okay. What's your question? Okay. Okay, because this is uh, something that people don't usually understand. Um, when you say the original, you think also of the firstborn. You think, when you say original, what is the finished product in the mind of God? You then say original plan when Adam was first in time. You get the picture? Adam was first in time, but he was not first in the mind of God. You get the picture? Adam was not the first in the mind of God because he did not overcome. So he did not become the firstborn. He did not become the headship of all creation. And I'm going to say this also with regards to reproduction. Let me ask you, does God change his mind? No. So, it's very clear. God does not change his mind. If God does not change his mind, when he created the sex glands, he already knew they were to reproduce sexually. He did not change his mind. But in his foreknowledge, he already knew they would fall. That's why his original plan was resurrection. Now this is the question. If Adam did not fall, how would God create people from the ground? That is that what is what seems to be the statement. He's saying. You see? Uh the, the world had to be repopulated again by sex, Brother Branham said. It means the original plan of creation of God was calling people from the ground. And Brother Branham never said it would be Adam who would be calling people from the ground. I wonder if you have read my conversation with Brother Alan Madera. Have you read my chat with him? Have you read it? Okay. This is what he insists. Brother Branham said, Adam was like God. I also asked this in the Sangandaan minister's meeting. Do you have a statement that Adam would be the one to speak the word so that children would come out of the ground? I just found out just recently there was none. I, I told Brother Alan, you duped me long time ago. I thought Brother Branham said that. He did not say that. He did not say that. The level C presumed, and maybe level 2 also, they presumed that Brother Branham meant that. Why? Because there's a statement by Brother Branham saying, Adam was a minor god. You know that, right? Adam was a minor god. And he had power like God to move mountains. He had power to talk to animals. 
the thoughts of nature. You see? And maybe even he could speak like God to create a body from the ground. Because you know, uh, this was not in our conversation, Brother Alan. This is what, that's what I'm just going to personally share to you. You know the Jews have a language, uh, a Kabbalistic language. And this language, they could speak other certain words and a man, and it will form a human person from the ground. You know that? They call it Golan. Have you heard of that? Never mind, never mind. I, I'm just, I'm recording this. You just download this, okay? You just download this. Yes, yes. Let me just continue saying, and uh, you download it later, okay? Then, uh, the Jews had this uh, mysticism, Kabbalistic language, wherein they will speak other certain words, and not a a human form would be formed from the ground. They call this golem. But this human form that will be that they, that that, he, that will come out of the ground, this is not with a soul. This does not have a soul. Only God can put a soul in that person. That's how he formed Adam from the ground. You see? That's the difference. Adam was not supposed to speak people into existence from the ground. Because God already knew he would fall. He did not change his mind that, oh, Adam fell, so you use, uh, you use uh, sex already. I, we allow, I allow you to use sex. No. Adam was already foreknown by God that he will fall so that in the original plan of God, and Brother Burnham said this, it's by resurrection. He would call from the ground because of Jesus Christ, many sons and daughters would be called from the ground. And you know what? Jesus Christ was called from the ground. You believe that? Jesus Christ was the firstborn of God from the ground. He was not the firstborn in fleshly creation. That would be Adam. But he was firstborn in overcoming temptation and sin and death. So that God gave him the power of resurrection. It was God who also first called him from the ground. Just as God called Adam from the ground. You know, Level 3 has a teaching that uh, God will speak the word and Jesus Christ was formed in the womb. Yes, that's correct. But the ultimate plan of God was resurrection. Even though God created Jesus Christ by the womb of Mary, without sex, it does not mean that's the final creation. That's just the first process of creation. So speaking people from the ground, speaking uh, speaking a baby into existence, yes, not spoken word reproduction, but it would be God who spoke it. But the ultimate rep creation of Jesus Christ was in his resurrection. Many people do not realize that. His real birthday is from the ground during Passover. That's why Brother Branham said the birthday of Jesus Christ was in April. You see? He was born in the fall, but his first birth, Communion 2006, you better read that fact. His first birth was only meant for dying. He was not meant for living eternally in his first birth, just as our first birth was. Our chance is in the resurrection. That's the only time you will be created in the image of God. So, uh, Brother Allen does not understand that. That's why in the explanation, uh, God reverted to sex for uh, reproduction of Adam. He would imply, they would imply that God changed his mind. You see?
So if you read the quote, does God change his mind? I have quotes there about the resurrection, about Adam. You read the quote. Brother Bernard will explain exactly what I'm saying. The original plan was God speaking our children out of the ground by resurrection. By resurrection. So it's a mystery. It's a mystery to them. How can it be original when it is just 2,000 years ago? How can it be original if it will be in the time of Christ and not in the time of Adam? Because Adam was not supposed to be the carrier of the original plan of reproduction. It would be God. It would be God who speaks people to existence, not us, not Adam. Okay? Jesus Christ, you can say Jesus Christ too. He, ha he is the Adam. He is the original Adam that God gave the power to speak people into existence from the ground, not Adam. God already knew that. So Adam was not the original. So their original plan of reproduction is only in temporal time, and they imply that God changed his mind. Uh, do you have a question? Uh, could you repeat the question? Repeat the question. Yes, precisely. Good question. The new completion of your new birth is not on earth. The completion of your new birth is in the resurrection. Right now, we are in the process of this new birth. Many don't realize that. Well, it's a statement, like carnal statement, that uh, it's all finished. I'm born again. I'm born again. You're born again. But what do we have? If you're truly born again, you only have a token. If you understand what token is, is in Ephesians, that's a down payment. It's not a full payment. It's just a partial payment. You are born again thoroughly after your resurrection. You are not born again when you are still in your flesh. Uh, you are not born again completely when you are still in your flesh. When you are still in your flesh, your new birth is partial. Uh, Brother Alan rightfully used the word two souls for us. Because we have struggles, we still have to overcome. If you have the seal of God, you will overcome. If you don't have the seal of God, you will not overcome. But why are you struggling to overcome? Because it is not yet finished. You are not yet finished. When people imagine they're finished, they'll be having illusions that there's no more problem and they'll be relaxing, okay? But the right attitude is it's not yet over. So your question is very good. It 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 focuses the re, the com, the real depth of being born again. Okay, do you have any other question? Well, in the if Adam did not fall, it would be God who will speak in children from the ground. That is what the prophet said. The prophet said that exactly, if you read the quote. I have a collection of that quote. If Adam did not fall, it would be God who would keep speaking children out of the ground. Not Adam. Not Adam. Even though 
Brother Alan said, the prophet said, that uh, Adam was a minor god. He had power over nature. But it does not mean, it does not mean that he will speak children out from the ground. Now, because God already knew the fall, Brother Branham's statement was resurrection. God's original plan would be in the resurrection. So, it would be Jesus Christ, not Adam. The original plan was Jesus Christ, not Adam. So, uh, so, you gave a good example. Adam was called by God from the ground. It was Adam who took Eve out of Adam. You see? Now, it would also be God who would be calling people from the res uh, uh, into resurrection through Jesus Christ. It would use Jesus Christ to call them out too. So, that's the complete picture. Okay? Did I satisfy your questions? I will upload this right now. I will upload this right now if we're finished. So you don't have any more questions. Okay, I'm going to upload this right now. Maybe wait uh, five minutes or ten minutes, okay? It, I will upload it in Kogeo and Time Series. Kogeo and Time Series, you know that? Uh, that's the English group. The English group. Kogeo and Time Series. something others could not understand. Uh, it is the perfect will of God for Adam to fall. He already knew it. He already pre-planned it. That's why sex was there. Okay? So, uh, in case someone would think uh, what if God's plan would fail, that means to say that's, that's where we use the permissive will beyond the be on time. Okay, if Adam did not fail, uh, if that Adam did not fall, in the plan of God, the original logos, that is what we will also use the permissive will. It's a reverse, it's an opposite of uh, the of, um, in real time. Real time, the permissive will is 
the fall. Beyond time, the permissive will is Adam would not fall. He would overcome. Okay? This is what we call an alternate reality, an alternate universe, a parallel universe. Uh, what is, what is? The Bible allows that, okay? The Bible gives those conditions. So, uh, this is uh, what I can give as an answer. Do you remember my sharing when I was at your home about um, the how the spoken word would be used so that we, all, we will also multiply sexually? Do you remember that? You can. I'm talking about here in Christian church ages. We have the message, progressive message on hukum, training, ministry. If you have a tract entitled Communion 2008. Okay, now, it is possible, it is possible to reproduce by spoken word, but sex is still included there. That is the example in the Christian marriage. Hebrews chapter 13, uh, verse 4, I think. The marriage is honorable and the bad undefiled. And since God does not change his mind, the prophet said, all along, if Adam did not fall, he would make marriage honorable. Sex would be honorable. Just like what the Christian family should be doing for the short period of time here on earth. While we are on earth, we reproduce, we multiply, we marry, we are given in marriage. But according to the plan, According to the perfect will of God, you raise up children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. You're, the focus of the family today, of every individual, should be on the Word. It should be the Word that is the reason why someone, a boy, courts a girl. Because he wants, him to, he wants her to marry him for the Lord. The focus of the boy and the girl is for the Lord. So, even if they do marry, even though, though they do uh, bear children, it's everything is because of the Lord, not because of themselves. That is a perfect ideal situation. And that is the, the perfect ideal situation of Adam if he did not fall. So let's talk about the spoken word. The prophet said he was a god a minor god that has power to to move the elements, uh, to talk to nature, animals, to uh, to move mountains. He had that power. Now, they say Adam would speak children supernaturally to existence. I say. The spoken word today in Christian marriage, a boy and a girl came together because of the word. You get the picture? Not because of anything else. Because they're both very in. Because they love the word, the word, they both want to serve the Lord. What happens is, they came together because of God, not because of themselves. So it's if Adam, if Adam did not fall, he would still fulfill this marriage, this sex, uh, reproduction, but according to the word of the Lord. Yes, you know the prophet said, the reason they were given is to multiply. Now why did the prophet say, to repopulate the world again. Because like this, before the fall, they would repopulate according to the word. What? 
by the spoken word without going contrary to the glance, the facial organs, God prays there. How? Because there is a right way of using that. You see? There is a right way of using it. We lo just lost that vision. We just lost that vision. Adam lost that vision. That's why God multiplied her sorrow and conception. There was already a conception. You get that? Look at the Bible. I will greatly multiply your sorrow in conception. So before God multiplied her sorrow in conception, she already should have conception. You see? Did you see that? God did not just change his mind. Okay, you did that. You, you used that to repro reproduce. You used that to multiply. No! There was the original way of multiplying, using also that. But if you can understand our open training today, that uh, brothers and sisters would share the word until they marry, they bear children. The children was born through the spoken word. Not by flesh. Not by sexual desire. So the prophet says that. Not by sexual desire. Because they, their desire is not directly sex. Their, their desire is to fulfill the plan of the Lord. So, so sexual desire comes secondarily. They have that, but they, that does not drive them. That is not their priority, you see? You see that? That is not what making them, them live their life. They're not animals. You see? What is happening today in television, in movies? They're projecting sex as something so exciting, like a forbidden fruit, and it is not, uh, shall we say, um, the right way God purposed it to be. It's a perversion of what the devil wants us to be. The devil is just perverting the way of God. Now, the prophet used the word high breeding. What caused the high breeding? If there is no sin, there is no hybriding. Why is the sin hybriding? You get the picture? That means to say, if they did not sin, it's not hybriding. They would still reproduce by sex. You see, there are many statements of the prophet, they missed. They missed. So they misinterpreted what the prophet said, that um, uh, originally it's not by sex but by spoken word. The right understanding in the Bible, not by sex, but by spoken word, because the sex is not your priority. Sex is not your priority. Even, you know, there are many children born by families today. If you have a copy of Great Mystery of Marriage, you can order that, okay? I hope you can order a lot of copies to this particular. Okay. If you read that Miss Great Mystery of Marriage, the Great Mystery of Marriage said that the reason there is marriage because of Christ and the church. Not because uh it's just nature. You see? There's a plan, there's a reason. It was it's not just by accident. You marry. Oh? You look your purpose in life is to find your your spouse, your better half. No. Your origin, the original reason God instituted marriage is for salvation. A type of Adam and Eve. How Adam wanted to save Eve. And that governs also love, courtship, and marriage. The progressive understanding. You see, if you know that, if you've read that booklet, then you'll understand it goes also in the family. Now we talk about the spoken word reproduction. Now you could, now you will see that um, God intended. The reason there is a family, so that God could show you 
Like God instituted marriage, God should control you something. God instituted the family, reproduction. So we're no longer talking about marriage, husband and wife. This no longer love, courtship, and marriage. This is family. When you say family, we're talking about children. You see, when you talk about children, that is the spoken word reproduction. You see? The reason God also, you just connect that, that's a progressive revelation. What comes next is family. What is the reason God instituted family? What is the reason God instituted sex by reproduction? Why was it there? What was God showing us? So, the man and his wife becomes one. So, it's the union of Christ and the church. They bear, bear children. What will be born after we become one with Christ is the new man in us. But we're talking about family. What does it represent? What is the typology? This is the typology. We will be reproducing by evangelization. We should be witnessing. If carnal people's purpose in life is just to bear good children, raise up a family, our higher purpose in life is to bring others to be born in Christ. If we were born in Christ, we want them to be born in Christ. We speak the word, they hear the word, and their hearts are converted. That's how we multiply by the spoken word today. If Adam did not fall, the children that would be born, it's not just born by flesh. They would also be born by the spoken word. Because they would grow up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. You see? You see? So, today, the perfect, the answer actually is the perfect uh, manifestation of patriarchal training in the family. That is the answer of how if Adam did not fall. If Adam did not fall, every children that would be born, even from their mother's womb, they would be hearing the word of God. As John the Baptist kicked in, in Elizabeth's womb, in Elizabeth's womb, he kicked and jumped in his mother's womb for joy when he heard the angel saying, when they heard the prophecy, when they talked about it, and he was talking, when he was talking with Mary. The same thing that would happen in every family. Once a child is born, all she ever hears about the family talking about the Word of God. Deuteronomy 6-7. That is not yet taking place yet in the family. Maybe partially it does. Maybe you do it, Brother Joel. What about your children? If they grow up, will they, will they be influenced at school? Will they have free time? No one's talking with them about... Maybe they're being played that carnally. In a sense that, uh, when I say carnally, um, it's, it's, um, uh, the baby is being toyed, uh, like a clown. But uh, what is the perfect will of God that the child will be raised up in the nurture of the nation of the Lord? The, the, the reason God instituted not just marriage, but the family, is to show us the ministry, the kingdom. The family would become later a church and later a kingdom. The family is a small unit of the church. Um, have you bought the booklet, uh, part three? There's Great Mystery of Marriage, part one, then part two, then part three. Have you bought part three, sister? Uh, Great Mystery of Marriage, Part 1, talks about uh, the reason uh, God instituted marriage. Yes, yes. Um, the Part 1 talks about... Uh, it talks about uh, the reason people marry is because God wants to show Jesus Christ in the church. It's for salvation. Okay? That is part one. Part two talks about, Great Mystery of Marriage, part two talks about 
the it's very salvation spiritually. There's also salvation physically. Those who do not marry will have troubles in the flesh. You know that, right? Everyone knows that. So, in order to save you from troubles of the flesh, you marry instead of so that you may not burn. So, uh, part two also talks about love, courtship, and marriage. How should it be done? Part two should also involve our problems with young people. Uh, actually, I have a new teaching called uh, Abrahanda, the Tagalog combination, Preparation of Abraham. The preparation of Abraham before every child reached the age of puberty, we should have prepared them to have many Christian friends. And Abraham's preparation is to look for a wife for Isaac. You get that? But today, in the ministry, if you understand a deeper level of ministry, you should share this with Brother Joel, is that um, we have an obligation to set our young people so that they would find a Berean believer, so that they will be, they will be marrying according to the will of God. Christians, focus on the word, not Nicolaitan. So that's the second mystery of marriage. Uh, but it calls of, if there is a type, if there's a type of spiritual marriage, there's a type of physical marriage. Spiritual marriage is salvation from spiritual fornication. Physical marriage is also physical salvation from physical fornication. That's the second mystery of marriage. The third mystery of marriage is the family. So we have a family. This is the part that I was answering a while ago. Um, God instituted the family to show us the church. What is the true church? Uh, how even those physical parents to their physical, they should adopt their physical children. What is adoption? You know, in James, James chapter 1, there is visiting the orphans. You know that? Visiting the orphans means adoption. Adoptionism is you do not leave them alone. You know, they may not be orphans physically, materially. But they're orphans spiritually. Who are the orphans? It's similar to what Christ said. Your 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 mother, your brothers are out there waiting for you, wanting to see you. Christ said, Who are my mother? Who are my brothers? Those who do the will of God. You see? Those who do the will of God. Those are my mother, those are my brothers. That is adoptionism. We should adopt. So Adam would bear physical, literal children by physical sex. But spiritually, he has to train them in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. That is adopting them in God. You see? John chapter 1, verse 12, then you are sons of God, because we believe we are made sons of God, sons and daughters of God. This is why Melchizedek had is a new name. His old name, his old nature, his old past has become new. This is a new creation, because he was adopted, and we receiving the kind of priesthood. We are also adopted. That's in John chapter 1, verse 12. The third mystery of marriage, I just added this adoptionism. It's not written in the booklet. It's just a new revelation. What's written in the booklet is the physical family is a type to the spiritual family. The physical family, there is the father, patriarch, there's the mother, there's the children. 
It is a small church. You see that? Every physical family is a small church. Every small church should have fellowship. Every family should have fellowship. Your question, what would a, would, what would happen if Adam did not fall? They would have a family church that is ideal. When I said ideal, they still could have family church, but they had infightings. That's why Cain and Abel, they had enmity for one another. But, but if Adam did not fall, there would be no infighting at all. There would be no spirit of discrepancy. There would be no hatred. There would only be the love for the Lord in His Word. See that? See that picture? So, what would have happened? That is the third mystery of marriage. The third mystery of marriage is, we would reproduce, let's say, how do you reproduce by the spoken word? You came together because of the word. You born the baby because of the word. You raised your children because of the word. You raised the fa- you raised the family because of the word, not for anything else, not much for anything else. You want to enjoy life. You want to do something else. That, those are secondary. Those are secondary. God allows you to enjoy those as long as you put Him first. People pretend to put Him first, but they're not bearing in His word. You put Him first if you're bearing in His word. Why do you need to be barren? Because his word is progressive. And if you don't compare day and night, you don't talk about it day and night, you'll forget about him. You'll focus your mind on something else. And the dysfunctional family in the eyes of God is the family that does not accomplish Deuteronomy 6-7. That does not uh, fully raise up children in the nurture and nation of the Lord. When they say nurture and nation of the Lord, it's a complete training not a partial training. They got their, their setting of the word of God does not end with the uh, Tabata report, or just five minutes, fifteen minutes, or at night, night time. So, that's the reproduction by the spoken word in the family. Now, you, you use your physical literal family as a pattern to the spiritual family, the church. The church should have that. And that is also how we multiply. We are no longer multiplying physically, but we're multiplying spiritually. When you multiply spiritually, you share the word by the spoken word. That's the spoken word. And God is in your mouth. That is God giving the word to their hearts. And when they're converted, one day they are also going to be raised up in the resurrection. Look at this. If Adam... So this is... So Adam... Reproduction actually is in the womb of Eve if he did not fall. But because of the fall, because of the fall, it would come from the ground. How did it, how would it come from the ground? Adam had training for his children. One day Abel will be raised up in the resurrection. Look at our children. You raise them up in the nurture admonition of the Lord, but it's not just our children. You witness the word to others. You can beget, you can beget children, other children, not sexually, but by the spoken word. When you beget children, uh, when you beget other children, you convert those who are already born in the flesh. Not is born of flesh, it's flesh. But they are not yet born in spirit. You help them become born again in spirit. Then they're candidates for the resurrection. Then that is how the spoken word would call up children from the ground. That's what the prophet said. The prophet said, God would speak and he will call his children from the dust of the earth. How? By resurrection. The prophet said that. Adam was a type of the resurrection. You see? If Adam did not fall, it would be just bearing children by the spoken word. But because of the fall, it would be resurrecting people from the grave, from the dead. Even we ourselves who are alive and remain, we are in our graves. I hope you understand the um, 
Yes, this metaphor that uh, we who are alive is also the same who are asleep. We who are awake is the same as those who are asleep physically. Because when God would speak finally, the prophet said it would be God who would be speaking, not Adam. When God would speak finally, then we will change our bodies. Then those who are in the graves will awake. That sound of the trumpet, that message, that call to rise up from the grave as Christ raised, rose from the grave and became the firstborn from the dead. Being created, that created in the image of God by resurrection, not in the original creation of Adam, but by resurrection. That's how you get your full image of God. So, if Adam did not fall, they would have received their image already. They would have received the fullness. It would be a new Jerusalem already on earth. So that is the alternate, some say alternate universe, the alternate event that would have taken place if Adam did not fall. That is beyond time, the permissive will of God. That is how God would permit it. But it did not happen that way. God knows in the original plan that his perfect will will be the one that is accomplished. So in real time, Adam fell against the will of God, against the will of God, against the perfect will of God. God permit, God gave his permissive will for Adam to continue on, even in sin. Because God is preparing forgiveness. God is preparing an atonement for Adam until the time comes. Uh, get the picture, sister? Okay, so do you have any other questions? something to do with your appearance. All likeness is God is spirit. Adam was spirit. When you say likeness, how do you see it? Your appearance. When you say image, if you think carnally, you could think of an appearance, but it's deeper than that. Image talks about the nature of your soul, your spirit. You see, you read the image in Colossians chapter 3. Put away this, mortify therefore your bodies, okay? And put on this, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. So when you talk about image, you talk about the attributes, the characteristics. When you talk about the likeness, you talk about appearances. Let me give an example. Hello? One example. Berlin uh, spirit or Nicolaitan look one spirit. This could be uh, typified to the image compared to specific doctrines uh, the Godhead, baptism in Jesus' name, the seven churches, and many other doctrines. That is the likeness. You see, you could have similar appearances outwardly 
but inwardly they're different. Because what is important is the spirit within. Do you have the seed? Do you have a progressive word? You get the picture? So when you say image, those are the attributes, the seed portion. That is the deeper self. The likeness is an outward appearance. So you don't find in the New Testament we will be born in his likeness. But this is something I'm going to tell you. In the resurrection, we can be born in his likeness. There is a song that was taken in the Bible. Uh, when I awake in his likeness, I want to be just like you, Lord. As for me, I will behold thy face. Hello? So that, that likeness, we will be awaiting in his likeness that is in the resurrection. Right now, we have different likenesses. We have different likenesses. Again? So, so Adam, after his fall, you could read in Genesis chapter 5, according to his likeness. But later on, people will have different faces, different colors of the skin, um, different bodily attributes in appearance. Because of the fall. First, there was a change in the image, then it affected the likeness. Now we will be resurrected first spiritually in spirit, the image of Christ, the image of God. Then one day we would be resurrected in his likeness. We would be created in his likeness. Likeness has something to do with what you see as an appearance. You get it? Not what you have within. That is the difference. So in the book of Revelation, there's the beast, there's the mark of the beast, there's an image of the beast. So what is the likeness? When the second beast from America would create an image to the original beast, they still call it image, but eventually but in the Old Testament, Nebuchadnezzar created a statue of Daniel in the likeness of Daniel. You see that? He created a statue in the likeness of Daniel. Worship this. This is our new God. You see that? Because Daniel answered his question. He required everyone to worship that statue except Daniel. You see? Remember when we threw the three Hebrew children in the fire... Why was Daniel not there? The three Hebrew children refused to bow down. Why did he not require Daniel to bow down to that image? Because Daniel was that image. It was in the likeness of Daniel. Of course, that's not written literally in the Bible, but I just gave the evidence. I'm giving an example. During the time of Nebuchadnezzar, it was a statue of his likeness. In the New Testament, it's called the image of the beast. It's it's similar to a Christian, but not exactly a Christian. That is just a statue of Daniel. That is, just, that is just the outward appearance of a Christian. Uh, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. So there are Christians. So when we say Christians, most of them are likenesses. They're not in the image of Christ. In the likeness of Christ, they just look Christ-like, you see. They just look Christ-like outwardly. Well, I'm not saying that's wrong, but we should go deeper than that. Hello. Okay. So you get the difference between the image and the likeness. Do you have any a third question? Okay, so I'm going to stop this recording. You can please share this recording to others abroad.
uh, English speaking friends, even uh, nephews, nieces that are English speaking. Okay, God bless you.